Ciao, Bella. I am Oceana Fortuna, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit to embrace the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. And may good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe Love and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. Hi, today's episode is How to Use Crystals to Attract Love with 11 Gems for the Heart. If you're curious about how to use crystals to attract love, you're not alone. Working with gemstones is hotter than ever, and I'm going to share 11 crystals for the heart chakra to help you attract love and heal. First, let's start by going over a list of crystals that can be used to attract love. The first group of stones are for the heart, and I'll focus on the pink gems for this purpose. Next... I'll talk about a few others that amplify energy or serve to boost your love vibe. There are also lots of green crystals for healing the heart, but I'll address that at another time. This list of crystals is actually in alphabetical order just to give it some organization, but they aren't in order of importance or which ones are best to use. So uh, just listen in and see what appeals to you. I've been working with crystals for a very long time. I've always been fascinated by crystals and gemstones and rocks. And so this is just an extension of the work I've been doing for nearly 20 years as a love and dating coach. Okay, so here's the first one. Number one, kunzite. This is a lovely pale pink gem. It might have a lavender cast to it, and the stone can be used to create a healing connection between your heart and mind with the focus on the emotions. Definitely a gem for attracting love. It has a higher, lighter vibration than many of the heart chakra crystals. For some people who have built walls around their heart, Kunzai can assist in breaking down those walls. Letting go of heart walls as protection gives you the ability to expand your heart and let it grow. That's essential to find love and release this hard line of protection that is likely no longer needed. In addition, Kunzai will help you connect with the amazing abundance of divine love that exists in the universe and activate your heart chakra. The gem quality color of Kunzite is so magnificent and is considered a semi-precious stone. The stone was first found in actually my home state of Connecticut in the late 1800s by Frederick Coons. I believe he worked for Tiffany and named the stone after himself. Morganite, number two. Morganite is said to be a stone of divine love, promoting compassion for the wearer. This yummy, peachy, pink-colored stone is also a very high vibe and perfect for activating the heart chakra and cleansing it as well. 
if you want to feel more unconditional love from the universe. And for yourself, this stone could be your best friend. Also great for attracting love and keeping it strong. This stone has become popular for engagement rings instead of the traditional diamond. Morganite is also a relatively new find in the world of gems. Again, discovered by the same Frederick Coons, he found it in Madagascar in 1910. The stone is also semi-precious, a little pricier, although it is related to the emerald family. So the emerald family includes, obviously, emeralds, heliodore, which is a pale yellow color, aquamarine, which is a beautiful aqua color, and then the morganite, which is peachy. And it, the family, the emerald family, is considered a top four precious gems of the world, you know, like diamonds, sapphires, rubies, emerald. That's why it's a bit pricier. If you're thinking about using crystals to attract love, you're going to have plenty of other more affordable options, so don't worry. Number three, pink tourmaline. Wishing you could improve your vision of yourself, pink tourmaline is all about divine beauty, helping to build up your self-image. In addition, this gem has a sweet, protective aspect to balance emotional extremes. Also known as rubellite, the crystal opens the heart chakra and up-levels your vibration with an earthy note to it. Pink tourmaline is another semi-precious stone. Tourmaline comes in like every color of the rainbow. I purchased a pink tourmaline as a pendant and it helped me work on my heart and attract love years ago. Uh, definitely a beautiful full pink color Tourmaline is often an included stone, so you might see like a lot of cracks and fissures in it, but that doesn't change how powerful its attributes and service to you can be. Number four, rhodochrosite. I took a crystal class so many years ago, and rhodochrosite was considered the main assistant to connect with love, but I learned a lot about that stone since that time. Um, it's definitely a stone for attracting love, but it's not a see-through stone unless it's in its super high-end gem quality. And then it's a magnificent um, pink color that has a little bit of an orange cast to it. So, uh, But oftentimes, it's a stone that you cannot see through at all. It's more opaque, and it might have some translucent areas in it. It's often a mix of pink and white kind of striping that's really attractive. So rhodochrosite works on the emotional level to assist in compassion and self-love. All love starts with self-love, so this is a great place to begin. This beautiful stone in its rough state fe features like these wiggly lines of cream and shades of pink, pinkish coral color also, and it's very attractive. So this is a great stone known for the power of attracting love. And you can find it set in sterling silver a lot of times, which is nice. Number five, rhodolite garnet. While garnets are most often crystals associated with the root chakra, rhodolite garnet, with its rich, 
dark pink color offers the wearer a little inspiration and emotional healing. The stone brings about a steady self-love, kindness, and also encourages recognizing your true value and self-worth. Rhodolite garnet can also be used to advance your spiritual growth. Regarding how to use crystals, this gem is particularly helpful in recovering from past experiences that may have caused guilt or shame. And again, it's a beautiful dark pink color. Sometimes it might even look a little bit to the purple cast. Number six, rhodonite. The color of this crystal is what I would call a dirty pink since it's not a pure shade. It has touches of gray and lots of impurities. Sometimes you'll see bits of white or black or gray inside the stone and it's opaque. Rhodonite has a denser energy than a lot of the other gems for the heart and it's not the best for raising your love vibe. However, this stone has other benefits like connecting with your destiny, which could be love, and bringing out your natural gifts and abilities. And lastly, promoting a generous spirit and altruistic attitude. So if you feel like you need uplifting, rhodonite's probably not the stone for you to use, but really good if you're looking to connect with your natural gifts and abilities. All right, moving along, we have number seven, rose quartz. And everyone thinks of rose quartz, and most people know of rose quartz, as a beautiful light pink stone. Sometimes you can't see through it. It's translucent, but not really clear. But it does also have a higher grade quality where you can see through it. Rose quartz is such a nice, gentle stone and a fabulous starter for bringing more love into your life. Usually somewhat transparent, it's a very pale pink, and you can often find it in like rough chunk. Like the other crystals I've been talking about, this stone is for working with your heart chakra. It's great for healing emotions of the heart. Rose quartz also has a very soothing presence, and it helps relieve stress. Plus, it may help with relaxation for sleep. This is a gentle stone it calms your emotions and helps you let go of negative energy and thoughts and also gain a sense of ease and peacefulness. It has a comforting ability to help you feel good about yourself and improve your self-worth. That's why rose quartz is ideal to work with before you even get into a relationship. And I know a lot of people have chunks of rose quartz that they use in altars or by their bed or that they wear in jewelry. Or you might even just carry a rock around in your pocket. Number eight, ruby. Looking to amp up your passion and romance? You need a ruby. This gorgeous pinkish red stone is all about love, passion, and romance. It's also a symbol for wealth due to the price of a good quality stone. Today, there are plenty of rubies available, though. Often, they are denser, and you can't see through them like the beautiful gem-quality stones, but that doesn't change their ability to work on your vibe and your energy. The more affordable grades still have all the same properties when it comes to how to use the crystal. 
This is definitely a gem that nurtures your heart to attract love. Back when I was looking for love and leaving no stone unturned, pun intended, (laughs) I uh, bought myself a ruby ring and it was such a stunner. I wore it on my left hand, on my ring finger, so it would be closest to my heart. And I feel it really did help me open my heart. Um, I had found one that was set in gold and had a beautiful vintage style. It just caught my eye in this case. We were in an antique store. I was with a friend. And um, every time I looked at it, it reminded me to be loving in order that I could attract the love that I wanted. So those are the first stones about healing and love and your heart chakra. And now we're going to move on to additional crystals that can help you attract love. So I just did all the pink ones and now we're moving on to others. So number nine is moonstone. Even though this is a milky white stone and it is tra- it is translucent, it has um, like um, an essence to it where it kind of shines depending on how you hold it to the light. It's truly an ally for attracting love. Sometimes it has like some rainbows in it too. Moonstone is known for enhancing your intuition, finding inspiration, and soothing a stressful state of mind. However, the stone can also stimulate and open the heart to receive new love. Some say the stone promotes good fortune in love and business. With its mesmerizing glow and iridescent flashes of blue and lavender, Moonstone jewelry goes with everything and is there to assist when you need your intuition. I'll tell you more about how to use crystals later on in the podcast. Number 10, quartz. Clear quartz is really the crystal of all crystals as it can amplify the properties of any other stone combining their strengths. A natural generator, clear quartz has a high frequency and brings clarity to your relationships while it aids in open and honest communication. When you wear clear quartz, the stone helps to keep your energy clear, tune you in for any needed guidance or inspiration, and intensifies your intentions. Boost your energy and powers of attraction with this classic crystal that is readily available almost anywhere and really doesn't cost very much. And there's so many different kinds of clear quartz because the way the crystals grow uh, can be important for some people, how the facets are naturally show up and what other kinds of striations and things that are in there. But that's more detail for another time. Okay, number 11 is carnelian, and this is a translucent orange stone that is actually for the second or sacral chakra, which is below your belly button, and that's the energy center for creativity and sexuality. For this reason, many orange stones are recommended to enhance fertility and conception. However, It also makes sense that this stone heightens passion and can strengthen your courage. If you feel timid about getting out there to meet new people, the rich warmth of carnelian might be just the rock you need. Now I'm going to share two more powerful manifestors and these are really some of my favorites. Um, 
I just love Krista, so I can't help myself, and I keep talking about more and more, but these two are really fun. Uh, Bumblebee Jasper, that's the 12th stone today. If you're looking to attract love that can bring with it big changes in your life, sometimes these are changes you make in order to find love. But also, once you find your dream guy, your life will change in so many wonderful ways. So, whether you need to adopt more positive thoughts about men or love or dating or partners, or you have to push yourself to become more social and mingle, Bumblebee Jasper will support you. And if you need to shift as you prepare for oncoming changes related to the thinking like a couple and spending more time with someone else versus, you know, being a being a free and casual single gal, this crystal will be on your side. Now, here's what I totally adore about this stone. It's super cheerful, orangey, yellow with gray, black, and white markings. Sometimes it's bold and bright. These beautiful colorings bring out your joyful nature, and it's been said that it can help you manifest what feels like whatever is impossible to get. So if love has been elusive, get yourself a piece of bumblebee jasper as soon as possible. Okay, number 13, labradorite. Oh, how I love labradorite. Speaking of change, labradorite is another great companion for creating needed shifts. Related to Moonstone, this is a darker version that has more of a gray foundation, bursting with iridescent patches of sometimes yellow or green or blue or turquoise or purple. It is just one of my favorites, and I have so many pieces, I can't tell you. I wish I could show it to you. Labradorite is like the queen of manifesting stones. So if you're looking to manifest something and draw something to you, get yourself a chunk of stunning Labradorite. How to choose your crystals. I often choose my stones by some kind of magnetic pull the crystal seems to have over me. I'm simply drawn in and must have that rock sometimes with no understanding of what its purpose is. And then I look it up and I'm amazed when I discover what the stone's properties are because they're exactly what I need at that particular moment. You can simply look at a stone and know you want it if you plan to buy it online or if you want to hold it in your hand. That's another way where... Um, When we have access to do that, again, you can hold the stones in your hand, close your eyes, and really tune into yourself and your body and see how the stone feels. Like, does it buzz in your hand? Does it seem like it have a lot of energy? Does it feel really soothing or nice? Does it feel comfortable in your hand? All of those things can help you decide if that's the right stone for you. You can go by color as well. Sometimes I'm drawn to um, a variety of things, and sometimes I just want everything that's a turquoise and aqua color. So let yourself just be drawn in by whatever the stones are calling out to you, and listen to that and respect that. 
Or sometimes you know that, like in this case of wanting to manifest love, that you want to work on your heart and open your chakras. So you might just choose to have a rhodochrosite and a rose quartz and that kind of thing, knowing what their specific properties and purposes are and how they can help you move the energy and heal. So that's what my recommendation is. And just know that size does not matter. <laughs> so you don't need to have some huge honking hunk of stone. You can have a palm-sized stone or you can have an inch-long stone and you'll still get what you need out of it. And when you think about the stones like rubies that are going to be small because of the price, it doesn't mean that they're not powerful. So size does not matter. And that's the good news. Let's go back to Labradorite for a minute. I recently discovered this intriguing stone also helps release fears and insecurities. I didn't realize that. Plus, and this is really big, this is a stone that helps you trust your inner magic. Yes, that's exciting. I am totally into the idea of living in a magical universe and filled with opportunities, possibilities, coincidences, synchronicities popping up all over the place. But you have to be open to experience it. Count on Labradorite to spur on a sense of excitement and adventure. That's part of the magic for sure. All right, so here's how to use the crystals to attract love. So now you might have one or two stones or an amazing collection, if you're like me, to choose from, and you're ready to discover how to use the crystals to actually attract love. Yay! All right. So here are um, eight suggestions. So the first one is wear them. So if they're jewelry, you know, it might be a pendant, it might be a bracelet, it might be a ring, you know, whatever that is, you can have them wire wrapped, or you could have them set as real jewelry, uh, traditional jewelry, whatever feels good to you will be fine. I do believe like when I wore my ruby ring, I wore it on my left hand on my ring finger, because that's the one that's connected to your heart. So that's what I did. But you do what feels right to you. Number two is carry them. So if you don't like to wear jewelry, then stick a rock in your pocket. And every so often, hold on to it, touch it, you know, like you might with a worry stone, you know, like you, not that you're worrying, but it's just something you do with your fingers. You hold the rock, you turn it over and over, you feel how smooth it is, that kind of thing. You're still in touch with the stone. Number three would be to meditate with them. So you could sit in a comfortable spot where you know you won't be disturbed from anywhere from three to 20 minutes. And then hold the stone and tune into the stone's energy. Hold it in your hand, focus your attention on the stone and your breathing as well. And you can, number four, ask for healing. So once you get into that meditative state, you can ask the crystal for healing and to work on your energy field, body, chakras, or mindset. So you can just ask the stone to do what it would normally do. Please heal my heart. Please help me with confidence. Please help me let go of what no longer serves me. Release anger, release resentment, release disappointment, release heartbreak, whatever it is that you need from a healing perspective. Number five, 
ask for guidance. So especially with clear quartz and amethyst, which we didn't even talk about today, you can always pose a question. I encourage you to not ask a yes or no question, but you could. And you just leave it open. The crystal can help you tune in stronger to your own guidance, to your higher self, and also to your spirit guides, angels, or ascended masters, um, whoever you work with or whoever you would like to work with. So the crystal will help uh, tune up your frequency so that you can get the answers that you need. The sixth way is to create an altar or like a love corner. And stones are great to build energy for your altar, a love corner. And that's a feng shui thing, which is actually number seven I'll talk about in a minute. So um, it doesn't have to be anything more than a visual uh, so that you see the stones on your altar. But it also is creating an energetic focal point and the stones have their own energy that they're drawing things to them. So when you want love, you put love stones down and rose quartz is a great one, but any of the other ones would also work. Uh, So this can be positioned in a spot um, close to where you meditate. You can then set your intentions for manifesting or seek peace and quiet, however you want to use them. So the seventh one is, as I just mentioned, feng shui love corner. So the love corner of your home is the far right corner of any room from the door you enter in. So even from the front door, you would go to the farthest right corner in the farthest room. That is your love corner according to what is called black hat sect feng shui. It's not traditional with the bagua, but it's the black hat. And it's just the easiest, the farthest right corner from the door. But that's also true for any room with any door. So if you're standing in your bedroom and you are standing in the doorway, it's the farthest right corner where you want to put your love corner. And you're going to put pairs of items. You want to keep your pairs together because you want to be a pair. You want to create that relationship. So you might have pairs of pink candles or uh, like I had a a Christmas ornament that was two lovebirds that were connected or two figurines. They don't have to be human. They could be animals. Um, Anything that's two. Hearts, of course, work and rocks, right? Crystals. So you might have two rose quartz crystals and put them next to each other. And then number eight is to activate your crystals. So after you get a new crystal, first you want to clear it. And you can do that by using um, sage and smudging it or Palo Santo. You can leave it in the moonlight and you can put it into water or salt water as long as it's not selenite, which you cannot put in water because it sort of disappears. It ruins the crystal. So don't put that in water. But a lot of them you can just put in water. All the ones I talked about today, certainly. So you can um, also simply hold your crystal. Your Once it's cleared, hold your crystal and then focus on your intention. That's how you're going to activate it. So you want to think about what do you want your crystal to help you do and then set that intention by holding the crystal once it's cleared. And then you can imagine that you're sending that energy directly into the crystal. And this will better assist the crystal in helping you make the shift that you seek. It's like aligning yourself and your crystal so that you're working together. 
And that's how you could use it to attract love. So you buy a new rose quartz and you clear it to make sure because it's certainly been handled. And then you hold it and you think about how much you want love and the kind of love you want, the kind of relationship, the kind of partner, and how good you'll feel when that is. And ask the crystal to help you draw that to you and then send that energy into the crystal. And there you go. Now it is activated and aligned to work with you. So I'm just going to go over the clearing aspects again, because you can't talk about crystals unless you talk about clearing them. And even after you've worked with them, maybe after you meditate or whatever, you might want to clear them after that too. If you've programmed a crystal, don't clear that. But if you're just working with um, something while you're meditating, then you might want to clear that in between so it doesn't build up any residue, we'll call it. So, um, you know, you might clear it once a week or once a month, whatever, whatever feels right to you. So you can put your crystals in a bowl or in the sink with salt water and let them sit there for a few hours and, you know, then dry them off nice. Um, as long as you don't put selenite in, like I had this beautiful polished crystal ball made of selenite. It was so beautiful. I just loved it. And I didn't know. And I put it in salt water with all my other crystals to cleanse. <laughs> it took all the shine off of it. So, I mean, the stone is still there, but it's not good for those stones, especially for the raw ones, because a lot of selenite, they have a lot of striations and ridges in them and stuff. And I guess the stone in a way kind of melts. So don't put it in water. But that's the only stone I've ever seen that happen with. So if you have unpolished stones or rough cut stones or whatever that are not selenite, they'll be fine and you have nothing to worry about. The water will not affect them. So you can also um, put your crystals to cleanse them on a piece of selenite. There are a lot of, um, I've seen them on Etsy, a lot of selenite charging stations that have beautiful engravings on them, different symbols, lotuses and stuff. And you can just sit it on the selenite and that will clear it. Selenite is a natural cleanser and charging station. So, and they're not expensive, which is the good news. So you can put your jewelry on there too. Any jewelry that you're wearing, those are gemstones. Those are crystals. So feel free when you take your jewelry off to put that on the um, cleansing charging station as well of selenite. Or you can, of course, use um, the clearing method of smudging. And, you know, that's a Native American tradition and that absolutely will work. It's so funny. Um, I I never really believed you had to clear your crystals. I thought, you know, that's a bunch of hooey. But I had left my, my rock out. I had this really nice, large crystal point clear quartz. It had all kinds of cool stuff on the inside of it. And that's what I always meditated with. And I left it on my couch one day where I was meditating. And then um, my girlfriend was the person who cleaned my house. So she came in to clean my house. And then I, you know, I knew she had been there. And then when I came home, I picked up my crystal and it was like super major buzzing. And I'm like, whoa, what the heck happened to my crystal? So I just had this idea and I called her and I said, did you cleanse my crystal? Did you do something to it? And she said she had, she had um, smudged it. And that's when I was sold on the fact that you do need to clear your crystals and it does actually do something. It's not just hooey. So 
Clearing your stones every so often is really important, and I'm guilty of not doing enough, but I have crystals in places all over my house, so it's quite a, an episode when I have to go and clear all my crystals. So I do them periodically and do them in different budget, bunches because I don't want them to get overloaded with negative energy or residue. You know, like if you have um, an anger conversation or if you're really emotional about something, whatever, your crystals, your jewelry, the rocks, they all pick up that frequency, the energy of whatever you're going through. So that's why every once in a while, clear them out and let them be the beautiful, effervescent, flowing energies that they are meant to be, that they always are, but they'll flow and be more energized once they're cleared every once in a while. It's such a good practice. All right, so there you have it. How to attract love with crystals. And that was a lot of crystals plus two bonus ones. And how to work with them, how to clean them, how to use them, enjoy them. I hope that um, you start working with those rose quartz or kunzite or whatever you want as soon as you can so that love can be yours. I'm a huge believer in love being your destiny. You deserve it. Make some effort to get what you want. That's the love coach in me (laughs) talking and wanting you to have what you want. for listening today. Don't forget to like this episode if you enjoyed it, write a positive review if you feel inspired, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Oceana Fortuna reminding you to share your love and seek magic every day.